Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. surrender ourselves and submit ourselves to the to the Lord Jesus and just let him be in charge we're slaves to a benevolent generous merciful master that's the biblical concept we we present ourselves as bond slaves to Jesus Christ and we're his responsibility and we can trust him we can rely on him he's going to take care of us he's going to protect us he's going to provide for us but he says you know you, you guys you you were carried away to these dumb idols In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that in a biblical viewpoint, you as a Christian are in a sense a slave to the Lord. Because of Jesus' sacrifice, you are indebted to Him for what He did on the cross for your sins. But as Pastor Robert will remind you, there's no more debt to be paid. Jesus wants to enter into a loving relationship with you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. I mean, how many times, and please don't raise your hand, but I've seen so many times people buy a boat, for example. And oh, it's great for the first year, maybe even the second. Somewhere down the line, quite often, all of a sudden they realize they're a slave to the boat. They're not really enjoying the boat anymore, but they still have to pay for it. The upkeep, still there. It's one of the things that, you know, as, as we think about buying a building, you know, I'm very, I'm like, oh, Lord, please. You know, b- because with this air conditioning system right now, you know, we're... We're looking at a complete rebuilding of the air handler. I, I don't know what it's going to cost. I'm just grateful that we don't have to pay for it. The landlord has to pay for it. These portable systems, you know, Pastor JP started calling and saying, you know, can you, can you do this? Can you, what do we need? Can you bring them? $3,000 to rent these portable air conditioning systems. And the landlord's going to pay for it. Do you understand? When you, when you own a home, when you own a building... Quite often we, we overextend a little bit and then you become a slave. You're possessed by your possessions. And that's kind of what he's talking about here. If, if we surrender ourselves and submit ourselves to the, to the Lord Jesus and just let him be in charge, then we're slaves to a benevolent, generous, merciful master. That's the biblical Concept. We, we present ourselves as bond slaves to Jesus Christ, and we're His responsibility, and we can trust Him, we can rely on Him, He's going to take care of us, He's going to protect us, He's going to provide for us. But He says, you know, you, you guys, you, you were carried away to these dumb idols. You, you've, 
were serving these demonic entities. In chapter 10, he, he talked about that, that even though the idol is just a block of wood, there's a demon behind it that's very real. And quite often we're, as James words it, we're enticed by our desires, enticed by our lusts, but you can bet that there's a little demon behind that that's kind of helping you along and encouraging you to making it look really, really good and deceiving at every opportunity. And, and he's reminding them of their history, and he says, Therefore I make known to you, no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. What is that about? It's an important one for us to understand today, because there are an awful lot of, of groups who call themselves Christians who they may not be just flat out proclaiming a curse against Jesus Christ, but they're certainly denying his deity. And that's part of what he's talking about. Even though they call themselves Christians, they're questioning the deity of Jesus Christ, the the physical resurrection. They're, they're, They're calling into question his nature. Who he is, what he did, why he did it, those kinds of things. It's, it's something that, that we need to be aware of. He says, no one, if the Holy Spirit is involved in the life of that person, if, if, if they are indwelt by the Holy Spirit, which is what the Bible says happens when a person becomes a Christian, if they're indwelt by the Spirit of the living God, then there won't be any cursing of Jesus. There won't be any, any you know, denial of Jesus Christ. It won't happen. It won't happen. Something that I've noticed in my own personal life. You know, before I became a Christian, I was decidedly not a Christian. I definitely served myself. And I, I, you know, did all the partying. And I grew up in the construction industry. My dad put me to work at the age of 11 in, you know, building houses and working with his crews. And and, um, the construction industry is, is known for being fairly crude, and, and a lot of times uh, you, you encounter a lot of foul language and vulgarity and so forth, and, you know, I did, and, and so I developed as a 12-year-old, a 13-year-old, a very foul mouth, and that was the habit, you know, on into adulthood, and it, it initially it bothered me. I mean, you know, I didn't hear it in my home, and, and I, I grew up going to church, but, you know, it, over time... I grew desensitized. The Bible talks about the fact that our conscience can be seared, like with a hot iron. You know, you develop this dead, you know, this dead surface on your conscience so that things don't bother you that should. Things don't bother you that used to. And it was that way for me. You know, foul languages didn't bother me. It was every other word out of my mouth. You know, and, and blasphemy. Taking God's name in vain, as the Bible words it. Misappropriating his name. And, and I've realized, you know, after becoming a Christian that I was resensitized to some things by God. And that's one of them. I feel it when somebody is disrespectful toward the Jesus who died to rescue me. It bothers me. You know what I mean? In the same way that it would bother me if someone speaks disrespectfully or... or inappropriately concerning one of my children. That would be a problem for me. And you can understand that, right? It's the same kind of thing. It, it, troubling when that 
happens. And that's because of the presence of the Spirit of God in my life, working in my life. That there's been a resensitization. There's something there. He, he, he just is troubled. He's grieved by it. I'm grieved by it. And then conversely, he says, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. That doesn't mean that everyone who says Jesus is Lord means it. It does not mean that everyone who says Jesus is Lord is a Christian. I used to think that's what he was saying. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is that if someone acknowledges that Jesus is Lord, they see it, they recognize it, the Holy Spirit's involved. doesn't mean they're a Christian. It does mean that the Holy Spirit is working and involved in their in their life. You know, I, I, I've realized, looking back over my life, that the Holy Spirit was walking alongside me all the way. Now, I took him into some disgusting places. Do you understand? But he was there. I remember sharing with a, with a girl I was dating one time that I, I just knew that one day I was going to be a missionary. Didn't really know what that meant. I thought I did, but I just knew that one day I would be serving God. I was going to be a missionary. Now, I'm sharing this with her in a nightclub over a bourbon and Coke. Do you understand? It, looking back at it, it's just bizarre. And yet, not really, because the Holy Spirit was drawing me. The Holy Spirit was there. He was working in my life. I was not a Christian. I was headed toward hell with purpose. I mean, I was moving in that direction, living a very self-destructive life. But he was there, patiently and consistently loving me and convicting me and, you know, bringing people into my life. When there's an acknowledgement of Jesus, it's because the Holy Spirit is working. So be aware of that with people around you. A lot of times what, what we interpret as hypocrisy is not hypocrisy. Not really. It, it's confusion. I was not a hypocrite back then. I was very confused. Do you understand the difference that I'm making? Even with Christians. You know, something that I've noticed is that a lot of times you, you'll see someone and, and people will view them as being hypocritical. They're not being hypocritical. They're just struggling, inconsistent Christians. They're very open about it. They're not trying to hide or pretend. Now, I've, I've met hypocrites. Hypocrites are trying to hide and pretend that they are what they're not. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Are you part of a local church community? It's important to have a faith-based community around you as you continue to seek all that God has for your life. With more on that, here's Pastor Robert. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're looking for a way to get closer to Jesus and you're in the Miami area, we've got a plan. We started something a few years ago that we talk, we call it Intensive Christian Training, ICT for short. It's three phases, begins with just uh, dinner together um, in a group setting every Thursday night. You do that for about 10 or 11 weeks and just go through the basics. What is Christianity? But you're doing it around a meal with a group of people that you really connect with and, and get to know. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in and you're in our Miami-Dade area, reach out to us, MainThingRadio.com. Thanks, Pastor Robert. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. 
But thanks for tuning in. Join us next time to continue studying God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.